Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? 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 Oh, you know what? Hang on a second. Ready? Dance break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now we do this. Now we do this. That's the way that it works. I don't know how I didn't see it coming, but the dance break with the McMahon family was everything. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. no no doubt about that. No doubt about that. All right, welcome in. It is, let me make sure I have this number right, episode number 49 of Jobbing Out. Boys, any guesses? 49. 49. And it sure as shit isn't because the C.J. Beathard looked decent against the, the Packers on Monday night. Is it because you don't recognize Hawaii as a state? Ah, that's a good idea. That's I told you that. Damn, Obama wasn't an American. I told you that. <laughs> no, that's not the one. Aaron? Is, is there something happening in seven weeks? Ah, seven weeks would be 49 days. Sure. No, that's not the reason. 49 women it, have been announced for the evolution. Ah, that's good. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's good. Um, I mean, they announced the entire roster in the Battle Royals. So. It's, it's related to something that occurred at SmackDown 1000. I don't know. Mm. What 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 were the big things that occurred at SmackDown 1000? Well, we we had of course the greatest open ever with Truth TV. It certainly I was. Mean, that was very good. It's not related. Greatest to Greatest open of all time. Correct. Yep. yep. Not that. We had Edge be awesome with the long hair yep. back. And no doubt about that. Also not related to that. Undertaker closed the show. Not related to the Undertaker. Um. Is that how old? Ray Mysterio is. No, but I mean, it might be, actually. Let me look at that. No, he's, he's 43. Ah, <laughs> close. Close. I like where your head is. It's not Ray Mysterio. Guy's really dancing around a big one. Uh, Batista's age? Okay. No, no, no. no. St- stick with evolution. Wait, wait. I said Batista's age. St- oh, I know. 49 world titles. 49 world titles oh. between the four members of it, evolution. It is also Greatest Batista's age. Of all time. <laughs> is it really? Is yeah. Batista really 49? Yes, he is. Jesus Christ, he looks fucking amazing. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he does. What I wouldn't give to look like that when I was 49. Holy shit. Um, you were 49? I mean, you are old as fuck. I am. I'm close. I'm getting there, no doubt about that. <laughs> By the way, I say that like, what, what I wouldn't have given to look at that like that when I was 27. Like, I've ever looked like that. Holy <laughs> shit, man. All right, I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he is... The main event. AJ. Vent. I think he's done this time, actually. I have some confidence in that. So, um, 
No, all right. Ah! <sighs> all right, AJ Francis. Every week. No doubt about that. All right, we're going to do it out of order this week. Normally, we start with Raw and we go to SmackDown, but we're going to do it opposite this week because Aaron was there for SmackDown 1000, so we'll talk about that. Um, later on in the program, we're going to be joined by the amazing M. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't dis- guy. In theory, I don't disagree with that. Uh, later on in the program, NJF joins us. Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. You've been seeing him on MLW. You've been seeing him literally everywhere, um, and and he knows that. So we're going to talk about that. He's coming to Defy for Dia de los Muertos on October 27th. He's amazing, um, and and you will love this interview. I promise you that. You will love this. It's very, very good. Looking forward to that a little bit later on in the program. So SmackDown 1000 this week. Um, Raw 1000, it was not, but it was a fun show. Um, I, you know, like I think I would assume, Aaron, that everybody who went walked away from it saying, I had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was, you're right, it was, I mean, A, it was definitely condensed. The two hours, you could tell, put a big uh, cap on what they could really do with it. But they did everything very nicely. You know, they started with the McMahons, which is fine. Uh, I loved the Becky Edge segment. You could not have used Edge any better than that. That was the perfect way to use the Legends. I loved it. By the way, we are really at the point where, like, Becky could... mm, Oh, boy, I don't want to make that joke. I will try to come up with another one. Um, Becky could stab all of our families... And we'd still cheer? And yes, right? Like, this is where we're at with Becky. Like, it does not matter. You could... She could literally walk out... Oh, really? Oh, is that true? Why? I mean, am I wrong? Is, is, is that is that true that I told you this a month and a half ago that this is going to happen? Well, I, I don't know. Did we, did we debate that? I, I think the only thing we debated was with Charlotte could get cheered again, but we said no. she couldn't get cheered against Becky. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I debated that that was what was going on, did I? No, because I mean, Aaron went over and over again. Well, Aaron saying, was an idiot. Yeah, we all know that Aaron oh, was being... Yes. Aaron, oh. I never... I never wait, 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 wait. Wait, no, 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 no. I never said she could get booed. I just said they we weren't had, doing everything they could to make her a heel. We need her to do more heel things. And well, they, they do. If they were going to make her a heel, they need her to do more, and she's been doing more. more heel things. That'll You're make right. people boo. I never no, said that'll make her boo. Aaron. No, no I, never, I, I never said they would either. Yes, you did. You said if you want people to boo, you have to do more heel things. Well, That's I said if you want... But I never said they would boo. I just said they weren't doing enough, even if they wanted it. I, mean, uh, I got a go- honest, honest God question. I, you're not going to be able to pin him down on anything. That's just the way it's going to work. Um, if if Becky walked out and ruined um, uh, our truth and and Carmella's segment, would we boo her then? Hmm. <sighs> yeah, real tough question, right? It's the most perfect thing ever known. But this is Becky Lynch we're talking about. And we're we're standing for Becky Lynch right now. I would we're standing. Well, I'd say that's a thing that I just learned recently that apparently uh, uh, black people have been saying for a long time. Well, it actually was invented by a white person. Of it, course it, it was. was. Of course it was. That's how painfully unhip I am. I didn't even it know that. It was Eminem. Stan. Oh, you know well, but Stan? I don't think he started using it that way. No, no. So no, I know used... why they came up with a reference, but I don't think it was Eminem because, that first because used. Because of Beyonce, honestly, they right. called all her fans Stan right, because correct. of the song Stan. Right. Right, but I don't think it was Eminem who said they're Stans. Yeah, no, his name was just Stan. In the... I'm, I'm aware yeah. of that part. Of okay. it. I did know that. I'm not. Well, I didn't know how dangerously unhip you were. I assure you, however dangerously unhip it's possible to be, I am that dangerously unhip. Let me make it very you're, clear. Bro, you're old and white. That's what we expect. Correct. By the way, right now, I'm so old and white, I want to take away your health care. Hey! 
<laughs> not really, but I you know. Wow. Burn. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, uh, go, uh, look, I, I don't know what the answer to that question is, but no, they, they look, there's no way. They can't. They cannot. We have made our decision. It is Becky Lynch until we die or until something else comes along that we like to. Pretty much. Yeah. That's the way it's going to go. That's the way it's going to go. Um, look, and again, everything was very functional to me on Tuesday, right? Like, there was, you know, the, the like Undertaker didn't really accomplish anything when he came out, but, like, it got the Undertaker to come out on SmackDown. We just wanted to see his entrance. Correct. That's, that's all we got. That's the point. And you, you, you got that. I mean, isn't that, haven't we been saying for years that Undertaker's just an entrance? Yeah, no, we've yeah. talked about it, and that's the thing. Like, that, you know, again, if that's what you want, you got it. If, if you're just there to hear the gong... And see the lights go out, you're good. And if all he does is just walk out and wave and, I'm the dead guy, hello. It's fine. I still got the entrance, so it's all well and good. Yep. Like, I guess in a way it's a little bit weird that, like, both he was there and Triple H was there. And they were pretty important parts of the Uh, build up to the show. But uh, whatever, I I don't care. I I really don't care. Um, I I don't know. Everything, Everything about it in a way, was very functional. There was only one really significant thing that happened as far as wrestling is concerned, and that was, I, I don't know, in a, I, I think an unexpected title change, right? I mean, when they when they announced the match and said Dallas next, I was like, oh, God, this is going to serve, you know, just like the IC title did right. at Raw 25 to have the, the kind of unexpected title change there. So I expected it. I didn't expect Big Show to come out. Um, I guess you could you couldn't officially have a SmackDown without a random Big Show he- yeah. heel or face and, and turn. I kind of love that, right? Like I kind of yeah. love that they were doing that completely tongue in cheek, right? Like absolutely. Um, also, it, again, is is the Big Show on SmackDown? <laughs> like, well, in in my head canon, they traded Tamina for Big Show, and it just wasn't announced. Yeah, I didn't remember Tamina ever being on Raw either. Now that you who wins that trade? Were. I mean, they're probably going to have equally as many appearances on TV. (laughs) They're probably going to have a very similar number of appearances. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, look, I have no problem with the bar winning the tag titles because it's the bar and the bar's great, right? Like, why would we have an issue with that? And if it means. I mean, they don't just set the bar, they are the bar. bar. That's right. Um,. I, if it means we're getting more of the bar on the new day for a little while, like who's who's complaining about that exactly? Uh, the same people that complained about more Shinsuke and AJ Styles. Yeah, I mean, like, why would that be a problem? Oh, right, because they didn't give Shinsuke Nakamura the title the fucking way they should have. <laughs> um, other than that, what did you make of uh, what they did with AJ and Daniel Bryan as tag partners, like trying to create conflict between two faces? Uh, I liked it, and I like the fact that I, I hate when they put two singles together and they, they have them beat a truly elite tag team. That doesn't make any sense when that happens. So I love the fact that the Us- you know, it's funny. Won. I've heard that argument before, and I have I think I've actually fallen in line with that argument before, but I'm not so sure that I... As the more I've thought about that, that I've totally believed that. Like, I get the well, concept, right? The, what, what it really does, the, the most important thing it does is sets up the eventual feud of Bar Usos, which we never, it's the one, there has been, there in the last five years, there's been three very elite tag teams. Yeah. For actually four when you consider Harper and Rowan. Sure, 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 sure. No, oh, you're saying the bar, bar, the bar, the bar, the Usos and the New Day are what you're yes. referring to. Yes. We, the, the, when was the last time we got the Bar Usos feud? It's been a minute. It, yeah. I don't think, have we ever gotten it? That's my point. Because they were because on they, SmackDown they, they when the bar was sense. on Raw. 
Yeah. The only time they faced really was w- uh, when the new Usos were at their peak was when the Usos beat them at Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I, I didn't even was, remember that was, match happening. To exactly. Be Raw, it was the Raw Tag Team Chip. The one time a year. Yeah, the one. Raw. I don't know if you remember this. It's the one. It's the only time ever when you might see Raw v. SmackDown in any form at all. Never again will it happen. There will be no women's battle royal. You will not see that. You will only see it one time. One time. I guess I shouldn't say it more than once. Survivor Series. That's when we do these things, boys. You know that to be the case. Survivor Series. But, yeah, that was the last. I mean, there wasn't a feud there. That was just one match, which the Usos won. So if you want to rejuvenate the Usos, that's a perfect way to start have them beating because even though like Aaron said you that does I do hate that too when they compare two really good faces as a tag team can beat an elite tag team that bothers me too I, okay so let me think about that because I've, I've but, felt I've, but when yeah. the Usos win that match because of who they beat they should be able to say dude I deserve a title shot no no that's a good point too you're right about that they should turn around and say dude we just I don't know if you know this we just beat the two most important people on the television program right now so, yeah, we, we're in that picture. I have heard that thought, and I've probably agreed with it at times. I do think that in a little way, we're like, it's not as if either Daniel Bryan nor AJ Styles has ever competed in it. Like, it's not like they should walk into a match and not know how to compete as a tag team. Um, I, if, you're, if you're a truly elite performer, you should be able to function well in those circumstances. So, no, I, I agree with that. My point is, like, if they were – if 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 Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles teamed up to face uh, the Colognes, I would expect them to well, win. Well, yes. Yeah, they had better, right. Yeah. If we're talking about arguably the greatest tag team we've seen over the past decade. No, yeah, I, okay. So. I'll hear you on that. I'll hear you and on I'll, that. And Aaron, quick question. Who was the first person on that bandwagon? You were the first person on the, that bandwagon. You said they were the next tag champs. Two or three years before they actually won the tag title. You know, it's funny. They deserved it, goddammit. <laughs> and, and what's funny about it is, like, I think that a lot of people were down with the Usos, but it was more like, uh, hey, their entrance is fucking cool, so we, we're, you know, we're kind of into them. I, I don't know that we understood at all exactly how much potential there was there until they really let them explore those characters. And once they did that, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. holy shit. We were going to be in on the Usos forever. Those uh-huh. hairs on the back of your neck. Yeah. It's not paranoia. It's the ooh. So? Oh, you wanted, you wanted us to do you it? You guys okay. are the worst. Wait, wait. I, I normally, you want, you, when, see, we're white, and that's part of the problem. And I always feel like you I don't agree. want us to ruin any of that. You, you agree that we're white. I, yeah, I'm you don't want to agree there. You don't I want us agree to. It's part of the problem. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't think you wanted us to bring our whiteness into the bit that you were doing. Then that was oh, the that God. was the problem that I thought was occurring. Um, what else, Aaron? From being there on Tuesday night, what else jumped out at you about SmackDown Live? Um, you know the the evolution thing was cool, and Batista. You know, you can tell the acting stuff is really paying off on the mic. I've never seen him that comfortable on the mic before, in front of a crowd like that. He was great. He was fantastic. Yeah. Are we are we excited about the prospect of Batista yes. and Triple H? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know why? Because Triple H will finally get to win a big match at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, you know what? 
Because who you think is going to win at WrestleMania? What? Triple H or Batista? Well, it depends. Is Batista going to be Batista or is he coming out as Drax? He's going to be Batista <laughs> in a fake Drax costume. Okay, but wait a second. I do have a question about this. Like, if you're Batista and you by no means have to do this, are you signing up for putting Triple H over? Yeah, that's basically been his whole life. Uh, that's not actually I not wrong. He want that. he wants the match. I I don't think he he's never been one who seemed to care about yeah, wins and losses. He said it in his little promo. He said, "I didn't care if I won, if I lost." Yeah, it's better. I mean, Triple H, even though he's old, like he's old, like the Undertaker's old. But you, ex- I expect Triple H to wrestle for another five years. I mean, sporadically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know if Batista will wrestle again in. I, I understand what you're saying. I guess what I would say is this is Batista's moment to come back. He's now a bona fide star. I don't I don't think you could position Triple H as a face against Batista right now. No. You can't. And that's why and Triple H wins as a heel when no one wants him to. That's yeah, that's the that's yeah, sort of what he does. Yeah, you're right about that. That is sort of Triple H. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. I'm on board. I'm on board with all of that. Um, anything else that jumped out at you from being there? Um, you know, not nothing over again. Like you said, it was very functional, very good. Um, Ray looked good, and that you know that was definitely a match that they were like, "Eh, we're not going to bust out all of the the little tricks and stuff. We're just going to have a good, solid match." Right. Um, and yeah, it was cool. The I haven't seen that place that ra- I think it was more rabid uh, on Tuesday than it was for Battleground a couple of years ago. Uh, really? Yeah. Like that? It, it was it was a really good crowd, a really hot crowd. Did um, they start chanting fight forever in the middle of a match when I was so excited I had sweat dripping on my <laughs> balls? I'm not saying the show was as good. I'm just saying the, the crowd was And really good. all these bitches crawl and all skeet... Never mind. Never mind. Um, Motherfucker! Yeah, it was just me being white again. I was just doing that whole thing. Uh, God damn! Um... I mean, I, that's you look. I wasn't there Tuesday, so I couldn't tell you, man. But that is quite the comparison. It, it, I'm, I'm just saying, it, it was a great crowd. Um, it, it was just a fun night. That's what it was. It was a really fun night. So you know, can't say much more than that. Yeah, and that's what, it, like, again, that's what it came up to on TV for me. Was it was just a fun night, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with. Yep. It didn't need to be the most important show ever. It was a fun two hours. Um, you know, I love the little bit of the general managers backstage. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? And 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 the excuse me when uh, Laronitis accept in front of uh, Paige, like that oh, was great. It was great. Good yeah, second. Great it was second. all it was all fun. I just they they should have had uh, Ryder there with Hawkins with Edge. That's my only complaint. I don't necessarily disagree with that. <laughs> More so, they should have had the Rock. But yeah, well, that's interesting that they only did the tweet. There wasn't like the Cena video. I don't know why. There are some people who are speculating that he doesn't want to show up on screen in the middle of this Saudi stuff. I, I don't. I have no idea if that's true or not. That's pure speculation. But it, it was weird that they only just showed a tweet and no video at all. All right, I tell you what. Let's pause for a second. And let's roll that conversation over into our Raw segment. We got more to talk about with Raw, but I think that that, that really... How they're handling this jumped into everybody's focus during Raw on Monday night. So let's let's hold that thought and let's come back and discuss what it is that they're doing. Does anybody know where Crown Jewel is happening? Does anybody happen to know? I, it's I, on the WWE I, Network. Yeah. We'll come back in. We'll talk about that. Um, and then we'll get into uh, what happened on Raw as well. I'm uh, Glenn. He's Aaron. And he's the main event. <laughs> 
AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. What's up? It's KZ. This season, you can join us for our weekly and season-long pro football picks contest at Loop League. Click the link pinned at the top of my Twitter page, that's at Fans Fantasy, and pick any five games against the spread every week. It's free to sign up, and someone wins a $25 Royal Farms gift card every single week. Plus, we'll have great season-long prizes as well. And check out all the other awesome games at Loop League, where you can link multiple fantasy competitions all at the same time. Join our Picks League now at Loop League. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, AJ Francis as well. AJ, you know what? I, I just real quick because um, I don't. Do you want to talk at all about what you are doing? Like, you know, what what might be coming down the pipeline? Do you want to discuss any of that? Um. I'm going to start training for wrestling in November. This is like, this is for real. This is, this is legitimately something you're putting into motion. Yeah, I had, I uh, went to um, uh, the 3D Bubba Ray and Devon's training academy to meet up with the people that are there. And I'm going to actually start in November. And according to my sources at the WWE, I should be getting a tryout in about April. Well, holy shit. Um, I've actually, I've heard this question. uh, Actually, some people asked me this about you when they heard, you know, a couple weeks ago you talked about it. Is this going to be a thing? Like, let's just say, let's just say that WWE says, okay, go out, get some seasoning. We don't want you right now, but maybe in a year. Are are you going to like go out and look at, at doing, you know, the full indie thing? I mean, here's the thing though. My first job is to try to get hired by WWE. Of course. Of course. When they say get some seasoning or they say something like that, that's when both of you become my manager. <laughs> so we start making the calls. and yeah. we start... You start making the calls and you get a cut. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I like this idea. Ooh. You mean working for I money? Know, because here's the thing. I know for a fact that if I could live in Orlando, be here, and work in Seattle, in New York, in Northern Virginia, in Maryland, in Texas – all over the country because of you two dorks. It's true. We do know a lot of people. Um, yes. We do have a lot of connections. That is, and, all those things are accurate. here's the thing, though. You don't want to just make yourself money. You want to make your friends money. Everybody uh, likes to I mean, eat. as long as I'm making money as well, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I know. I don't really want to see you either of you succeed in anything. Yeah, I'm not really, inter- not really interested in that. But my success is something that's very interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> You know this. I've got two kids, and they apparently want to go to college. Oh, weird thing. Um, uh, no, that's that's cool, man. That's that's really cool. So you're starting in November, you said? Yeah, I'm starting training in November. I want to be there three to four days a week, like getting it down. Um, and uh, like when I get the the cool thing is is like because like Bubba Ray still works at WWE. He's like a talent recruiter and whatnot. Right. So. Like, I'm going to be learning the drills that I'll be doing at the tryout. I'll be learning exactly what they want. You know what I'm saying? And 
Bubba Ray, and you know who else also trains there? He actually is there more than Bubba Ray, Billy Gunn. Oh, wow. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool, man. That's so, awesome. So I'm going to be learning from two guys that are around my size of what WWE wants from a guy my size. Well, no Sounds shit. like a good opportunity. It's pretty smart, man. That's <laughs> pretty fucking smart. Um, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So, um, in the I guess this is where we at. In the meantime, if the phone rings from someone in football, are you still taking the call? Yeah, I'll take the call. I've been I've been said I'm done in January, no matter what. I'm also like, my thing is this. I my agent has told me that many teams have offered to, for me to play practice squad, but I have what's called nuts. And now what are I those? What are those exactly? <laughs> and, and, and because I know that I am better than the practice squad and I proved it over and over again, all, all last year when they finally gave me a chance to play, I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm not being somebody's sideline monkey just to be on the team. I got way cooler shit and way better shit I can do with my life than play football. I've been playing football since I was 16 years old. I can do this shit in my sleep. And there's still nobody on planet Earth right now that can block me consistently for a fucking game. So I know that, and I'm comfortable with that. So I'm not tripping. All right, man. I, I told my agent, point blank, if I ain't playing, I ain't going. So There you go. There you All go. Right. That's the answer. And with that in mind, November, uh, wrestling training starts. That's awesome. I can't wait. This will be a cool thing for us to be able to talk to you about every week, too, like exactly what you're doing. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, wrestling training. Sure. Like I, I, I like the comparison between that and the experiences that you've had playing football. I think it's going to be fascinating. Um, like for days where you're like, Jesus Christ, man, this is tougher than I ever did anything I ever had to do in football or days where you're like, dude, I could wrestle, do the wrestling stuff in my sleep. Um, I'll be interested in hearing all that sort of stuff. So that'll be really, See, really the cool. thing is, I don't think that the, re- I think because of my knowledge and love for the business, the wrestling part's not going to be the part that is going to be like what trips me up in the beginning. The, the part that's going to be me is that like, the, is the constant conditioning. Cause I'm like the, in, the 200 backdrops. Yeah. I'm in good shape, but like mother, like uh, there's a difference between being in good shape for one thing and being good shape for another. For sure. example, when I used to play football in high school, I would play football all fall. I'd be in great fucking shape by the end of the season because I've been playing football for six months at that point. And then I'd come to the first day of basketball practice and be gassed because it's just different. Uh, I get that. I totally get that, man. It's a lot of cardio, right? Like, it's a lot of um, up and down. That's that's a different thing. Well, it's cool, man. I'm excited yeah, about cool. it. I'm, I'm very excited for you. All right, um, before we get into what actually happened on Raw, as uh, we tease coming out of the first segment, uh, Aaron suggested there's this theory that the reason why The Rock didn't do like a video uh, for SmackDown 1000 is because someone of his stature is concerned about associating themselves too much with the WWE right now while the WWE is associating themselves with Saudi Arabia. Of course, WWE's kind of distancing themselves while at the same time definitely still going to go to Saudi Arabia. 100%. They're definitely going to do that. Um, AJ, you've shared your opinion, and I know you tweeted about it, and people had some responses on Monday. We, we had talked about your thought process, and again, the only difference that, that I've come up with being, you know, with the comparison that you make Donald Trump, it's not, the, the WWE doesn't take direct money that we know of, 
that we know of. But the from, government takes direct money from WWE. Uh, well, correct. That part is true. You're right about that. The government so, certainly does take money directly from WWE in the same way they take direct money from everybody. That's my point. Um, but the WWE doesn't turn around and... Spend four hours saying... It, it, by the way, if they were going to do it... So I, when I they said go to on, Saudi Arabia, you think the U.S. government ain't going to cash in on their tax money? Well, of course the U.S. government's going to yeah. cash in on the tax money. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. But again... So... If, to me, to me, the how are we any different? No, but you're well, creating. To me, the problem is that WWE is not going to. You know, they just had a show in our Washington D.C. Our, our government will cash in on it. Yeah. Why is WWE cashing cashing in on it from a different government who's not cashing in? Well, they kind of are, but they're paying for it. Like, how are they different? Why? Well, here's. I, I don't, by the way, I think it would be equally problematic the idea that the U.S. government would be cashing in off of Saudi Arabia right now. I'm, this they're is going to. Yeah, that's problematic. I'm not okay with that either. Right? Like that. I don't want to make that. I want to make that clear. This is not me saying that's cool. It's not cool. Everything right now, I would say no. Nothing. The United States probably should not be involving itself with Saudi Arabia in any way at the moment. Would be what I would would suggest in any way at all and major business ventures at the moment should probably not be involving themselves with saudi arabia or any cut out a whole country like, well we've done it before <laughs> i mean I we know, certainly we have should, we shouldn't do it we shouldn't have done it then i don't think we should be involving ourselves directly with a murderous dictatorship but in fairness Somebody would say, well, then we couldn't have a relationship. But in fairness, with- you still like Russian vodka. Right, correct. That's exactly what I was about to say. In fairness, people would say, and again, private companies, I believe to be different than supporting murderous regimes, you know, government regimes. Right. I, would, to- I, I think those are two different conversations. To me, when it comes to WWE, the big problem here, I, I don't think they should be running the show, and I especially don't think, like, the fact that this is, if it's anything like the first one, it is four hours of propaganda for the regime. That's, to me, the big problem. You know, you, you make the comparison to the U.S., and by the way, if they had four hours praising Trump as a show, I would say that's not a good idea either. Um, doing it, not good. Making it propaganda, way, way worse. I don't disagree with that, but I actually thought what we saw this week might be them trying to set themselves up for finding um, a, a middle ground. Well, um, I guess we don't, you know, presumably that's what they're getting paid for is to run the videos, is to praise it, people. It might very well be that they went back and said, look, we're going to come and we're going to do these things, but it's a little hot right now. A L- little hot. And so we've got to ease up on. Hey, uh, yeah. what's the name of the king? Uh, MBS. Uh, Mohammed hey. bin Salman. Hey, Mohammed, How you doing? Yeah, this is Vince. Yeah. yeah, look, so, because you guys killed that guy with that hacksaw. Yeah, chopping chopped his, his body up, right, yeah. <laughs> um, We are not going to be able to be, like, totally pro-Saudi Arabia government. Yeah. We yeah. can be pro-Saudi Arabian people, and that'll make you look good, too. But we totally can't come over here and suck your dick like we did last yeah, time. Yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> be there. We're going to be there because we getting that money. Like, I assure <laughs> you, we taking that money. But, like, maybe we're not going to run five minutes worth of spots about how great you are. Like, that's going to be the and, middle. Yeah. And um, also, don't forget, uh, probably not going to be able to have a group of murderers sitting around the ring. Yeah, that might not be the best. <laughs> might not be the best thing that we could possibly do. By the way, still not certain that they won't do that. Still not certain that that won't happen. But I, I thought what you saw in them refusing to reference Saudi Arabia during the course of the week 
was them trying to find... Look, a part of this that WWE is clearly counting on, and they might not be wrong to count on it, is you're going to have something else that you care about more by the time they get to Saudi Arabia. They are absolutely banking on mm-hmm. no nothing, particularly in the era of Donald Trump, nothing seems to last longer than a couple of days. No story has ever seemed to still be a big deal a week later. And clearly, WWE is counting on that continuing to be true in this situation, where they're hey, saying... King Muhammad, Vince again. Um, just letting you know, could you try not to kill anybody else? <laughs> right, cars? right, just for a couple of weeks, right? Like, <laughs> just that, that, that whole human rights trial thing, can you, can you push it back? Maybe find thanks, some legal Thanksgiving might be a, a good reason, yeah, right? Like, that would be around also, the time for... Also, also... Please, like, don't murder us when we get there. Right, that that would be swell, too. (laughs) That would be really swell, too. You know, I did think about, like, you know, they were actual, was it, was it, who was, who was it that showed up in the video? Um, Like, if they were to ever, so that one of the stories that keeps coming up is when they talk about the fact that females can't wrestle, there'll be this illusion that's made by Triple H to the idea that maybe one day they could, right? Right, yeah, we can help promote that change. If, if you... If you were a female wrestler and you were offered the opportunity to be the first ever female to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, would you like, I don't, I know this. Do you have a choice? I think you do. I I don't, I can't fathom WWE saying, I I think they have. That's the real question. Cause all, you know, there's, there are reports coming out that a lot of the wrestlers are uncomfortable with going. That's interesting. Are, are, will anyone be able to say, nah, I really don't want to go? That's interesting. I do think it would be a more unique circumstance, you know, versus being the first female, right? Like, I think if you're a female performer and you credibly say, I legitimately fear for my life, I'm not going to do that, I would think that the WWE would be more inclined to work around that. Now, having a difference in opinion or... Hey, Vince again. Yeah. Um, I heard you don't want to do the show. Why, why do you fear for your life? You're not on heart. God damn. Oh my god. Yeah, that was Vince's fault too. Oh. That was Vince's fault for sure. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably maybe ease up on jokes about all these. I just realized that like we're doing a lot of doing a lot of wacky murder bits. Doing a lot of uh, uh, um True or false, Owen Hart was up there in those rafters because Vince had beef with Brett. Basically, yes. That was why he he had the character start doing that, yes. Okay. Yes. No, you're right. I mean, I I understand. And Owen didn't want to do it. That's been well documented that Owen did not. He was not comfortable doing it. He did not want to well, do I, it. I, I thought I thought he was in the character because he wouldn't sleep with Sable on TV. Was that? Both. Was that? That that was the thing that they they pitched him an idea. Hey, we want you. Or no, not Sabre, uh, Sable. I think it was Deborah. Excuse me. Deborah. Because okay, he was yeah. with Jeff Jarrett at the time. They're like, hey, we want you to do this angle where you start. You know. And he's like, no, nah, I'm a family man. I don't want to do that. So they're like, well, okay, then you can be the blue blazer. Right, and you drink your milk and eat your vitamins and the whole and thing. And come down from the rafters, yeah. <sighs> yeah, and ultimately and? it's over, yes. Yeah. And? and? And die, what? I don't I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I know. So, that's interesting. Hey, remember, I, when, remember when Owen Hart died on TV and they still did the rest of the show? Yeah, they still did the rest of the show, despite the fact that everyone that saw him knew he was dead. Yeah, see, yeah. so you really think so, so? People really thought Saudi Arabia wasn't happening. No, no, it well, was I, I don't know why happening. anyone thought it wasn't happening. Like the only question is, was it going to be the same as Greatest Royal Rumble? In my mind, and I, I do think that they have to look. They're going. Let's make that very clear. They're going. 
I think they have to ease up a bit. I do, you know, and again, I think it's worth saying, I agree, I don't think they should go, but they're clearly going. They're 100% they're going. And they might not be wrong to be banking on the idea that there's just there's six more things are going to happen between now and then, and the the collective anger, the collective conscience is probably not going to be about Saudi Arabia anymore. And as effed up as that is, that a man was murdered and hacked uh, the pieces afterwards, this is where we are in 2018. This is this is just the way it works. Everybody's really bothered by it for a minute. And then a minute later, eh, there's something else that we're bothered by. And WWE's clearly counting on that. That's clearly part of their strategy here is to say, ease up, don't really say anything. Like, put out a statement that says nothing. Don't say anything about Saudi Arabia on television. Pretend like it's not happening. My favorite thing is that they could not possibly say the king. They could not say crown jewel coming live from the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That's how they said it. Right. Every single time. For weeks. Every single time. They almost slipped. Yeah, they almost slipped up a couple times, too. You yeah, could tell did. them going into that cadence and then pause for a second. Yep, no doubt about it. No doubt. But that's clearly their, their strategy. That's their game plan is just just let something else occur. You know, like let whatever it's going to be, let it occur, and then we'll deal with it You know, from there and, and hope that um, the fervent heat has died down. Interesting that they're... Hey, uh, hey, 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 uh, it's Vince. Yeah. Vince again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Vince. Hey, uh, uh, I, Donald, listen. All right. We put you in the Hall of Fame. I need a favor from you. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Could you, could you kidnap a couple more kids? Right, right, right. Maybe then people will get off my call, back. Call someone a horse face again. How many thing. other porn stars did you have sex with? Um, maybe my we should link. Thing about, my favorite thing about Donald going on Twitter calling, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Stormy, Stormy Daniels, Daniels. horse face. I'm like, dog, you paid to have sex with her. Well, he paid like, after the sex. Like, he didn't pay ahead of you time. You still paid to have I'm sex aware, with her. Dog. I'm aware. I'm aware, dude. I'm aware. Um, you paid money because you had sex with her, and now she's horse face? God, I, I really wish she would have responded by calling him Trump face, which would have just been so, like just so much more biting. Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe I look like a horse. You look like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep that in mind. All right, let's talk about something that's actually pleasant. Um, My effing God. How amazing were the Bellas and Ronda Rousey on Monday nights? One of the best segments I've heard, like, from both parties making points and and talking shit and building the storyline. One of the best in a very long time. it, It was great. I didn't have a problem with this, but I was I found this very curious. So just in, in wrestling in general, when, when you have a face cutting a promo like that, the crowd is supposed to believe the face, correct? Like that that's how wrestling's basically supposed to work. I don't know what work. you're getting at here. I, I got a funny I'm waiting for Yeah, I got a funny feeling that there's a groan coming. But there well there but I'm I'm just saying so Rhonda is saying all of these things. Doesn't that diminish Nikki, who you're trying to position at position as this legend? What? What? So, okay, this match, this is a big match. You're trying to say, you know, Nikki started the, you know, was part of the start of this women's revolution, correct? Mm -hmm. And you're having the face, arguably the top face, telling her that she just slept her way to the top. I mean, are are we supposed to, like, as I'm curious, this is actually a genuine question. Like, 
is is the response it's does not, WWE want not, that to to be the belief? I mean, that would make her heal, yeah. I mean, I I don't disagree with AJ. I also I guess I'm trying to figure out why. The the point is the point is that anyone with half a brain knows that's not true. Then why are you having I mean, it, because you know it's not true, a, then, because you know uh, 15,000 idiots will go Oh! Well, also because this is, it's a worked shoot, right? Like, it's, yeah. you know, like, th- these are still characters that we're supposed to be talking that's what, about. Like, these I aren't... saw somebody post, like, uh, I can't believe that they're having men, they don't have men do things like this to couple. I'm like, dog, Nikki Bella doesn't need WWE anymore. Ronda Rousey sure as fuck doesn't need WWE. They both would not go out there and cut promos like that if they didn't know going into it, yeah, I'm cool with this. I, I think oh, yeah, they were definitely right. cool with it. That I, wasn't a shoot in any way. I think you're right about that. I, I guess there there is a question as to would you ever have a male performer do that, and I think the answer back is yes. Didn't we make fun of Edge for sleeping with Vicky Guerrero? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, didn't... didn't I mean, and Dolph Ziggler. Right. Like, haven't we done... And Edge. I mean, like, I mean, ha- haven't we done If I had a this? problem with it, the only problem was that, you know, it came too close to, to Cena calling Vicky fat all the time. Did it? I I thought it, it 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 bordered on it. It wasn't the exact same thing. It definitely I felt bordered on it a little bit. Uh, and who is that you said was involved with that? Yeah, John Cena. How John, C- well, John Cena? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. just saying. But we who all hated that, part, right? Who also happened to be part of the promo on Monday, right? Correct. Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying we all kind of hated those promos, or at least I know a lot of us did. I I won't say everybody did. Um, that was, that was literally my only issue with it was just like, uh, you're going down that road. Uh, but I, it was, it was delivered great and it got the reaction they wanted. The reaction is why they did it. Yes, I mean, exactly. I, I, you would have to, you would have to point out before a specific... then, before, uh, before Monday had Ronda Rousey ever uttered two words that got reaction from the response crowd. That wasn't Ronda Rousey. Right. Definitely no. not words. She's done moves, but not words. No, exactly. she showed chops that we had never seen from Ronda Rousey before. Yes. To right. stand in. Literally, she made she had one flub the entire time, and it was that she referred to SummerSlam as WrestleMania, right? Like, in and 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 who cares, right? Like right. in that moment, that that was the only mistake she made the entire time. Well, Holy that's assuming shit. it was a mistake, and she wasn't referring to something that happened backstage. Yeah, but in character line, the, the, everything that she described made sense if she was yeah, referring was to SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah. Like, everything that she said was, you guys came and approached me right after SummerSlam, and despite the fact that it made no sense, which is exactly what we talked about that week when I said, right. why would the Bellas be celebrating with Ronda Rousey? That doesn't make sense. So I love the fact that they actually had her reference that, because I said that in that moment. Why in the fuck are the Bellas celebrating with Ronda Rousey? That's not something that makes any sense. And Ronda Rousey... Actually, not only delivered an amazing promo, but in the same time frame, she created, you know, she covered a plot hole that I thought it existed for some time, which was, she said, you know, she gave reason why she was accepting of it at the time. And I love that. I was part of why, I, I, like, God damn, it was so great. It was tremendous. It was perfect. And was it personal shit? Yeah, it was personal. But... That's I don't know. I don't think you can get the same power. What else could she have done that would have elicited a response that would be anything similar if they didn't go down that road? Nothing. That's why I said that's the reason they did it. Yeah. I mean, they they wanted the reaction. That's what they wanted. Right. And they got got it. it. And they got it. And, um, you know, like the Bella's characters have always. (laughs) here's, Here's why it was so important. 
because Ronda Rousey, like we said, she's done a lot in the ring, but she hasn't done anything on the mic that is anything champions level until this promo. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Nikki Bella and Brie Bella cut a elite champion level promo on Ronda Rousey. And the only way Ronda was going to be able to top that is doing exactly what she did. Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. I, I, yeah. I had no issues. No issues whatsoever with it. I thought it was phenomenal. All right. Um, uh, AJ, ask your question. Uh, who had the best match on Raw this week? There were actually a lot of matches this week on Raw. Yeah. yeah. Um, good, good ones, too. Like my, my vote would be for that first match, the Seth versus Drew match. That is also my vote, so that's a win. Well, okay, okay. There you go. Then I... I I like, and I actually probably would have ended up going with Seth versus Drew as well, so that's fine. All right, where are we? Uh, hold on, I'm adding it all up. All right, after uh, forty weeks. Oh no, forty-one weeks, I think. Yes, after 41 weeks of 2018, Roman Reigns is 13, 26, and 2. Uh, Drew McIntyre has just moved into sole possession of fifth place oh. on the list uh, with seven points and five on our weighted scale. Once again, the weighted scale is when you win a match, that is, when you have match of the weekend, it's not a one-on-one singles match, you get half of a point. So... And if you win a one-on-one singles match match of the week, then you get the full point. In first place, Seth Rollins, he's going to end up being performer of the year. There's only one person with a chance to catch him, Roman Reigns, and he would have to go crazy to end the end of the year. Um, Seth Rollins is in first place with 18 wins and 13.5 on the weighted scale. Roman Reigns is in second with 14 wins and 9 on the weighted scale. Finn Balor is third with 11 and 8 wins on the weighted scale. Kevin Owens is fourth with nine wins, eight on the weighted scale, and Drew McIntyre is seven, has seven with five on the weighted scale. Dolph Ziggler also has seven, but he has four point five on the weighted scale. All right, all right. Um, what jumped out at you otherwise on Raw outside of it was bullshit that you would do that to the Conquistador? Just absolutely shameful. Terrible that you would treat a legend that way. I am so okay. I just I don't get mad at WWE a lot. You guys know this. I was furious when uh, Kurt Angle didn't go wrestle in his vacation outfit that he had. <laughs> that was such a great outfit. It, it was, was amazing. Tremendous. It was tremendous. I wa- that that needs to be a downloadable character on WWE 2K. It does. Kurt in the, that outfit. No, it you're does. not wrong. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. There's no question. Um, what else jumped out at you from Monday? Um, we mentioned Tamina coming over and they announced we're just throwing everyone in a battle royal. Yeah, I guess that just means there's no tag titles. I mean, I guess that's the answer. Yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got out of that too. Yeah, and that's that seems really dumb. <laughs> like, just... I mean, some of this, I, I don't know how much of this was in character, how much of this was. A lot of the women were kind of tweeting some shade over that. Over the battle royal, over the tag title. Yeah, ju- well, no, just oh, over the fact that you know, oh, we're just gonna throw all of you in a battle royal. Well, I mean, I, look, you know how I, I don't. I think it's dumb. Now, at least they're giving it purpose. At least it's. You know, it's for something, and then not just trying to say, "Hey, go do something," and the winner gets a trophy. 
Um, at least it's got purpose. But I just I don't understand. What is it for? Uh, you get a, a future, future title shot. Title shot. Oh, I was I didn't even recognize that because I uh, I watched it late on DVR, so I fast forwarded through the parts when they're not full screen. Um, I. I just can't fathom why you wouldn't. Why in the world are you not doing tag titles? Like, what? The, am I am I missing something? Like, is there is there some possible reason why they wouldn't be doing tag titles? I can think of one reason, and really only one reason. And if that's they're actually thinking about doing a mixed tag title, and they don't want to uh, debut both at the same time. I mean, all right. You're doing an all women's pay per view, man. Like, I look. I I don't. I I think that, especially if like this is the card, is that everyone who's not on the card right now, basically. Here's my only is in the I, battle royal. Okay. Have you not noticed that neither Sasha and Bailey have still not been announced at all? So I, I assume they're in the battle royal. They have not been announced as part of the battle royal. Well, but all, only like four people have been announced as part of the battle uh, royal. Much more than that have been announced for the battle royal. Has it? Uh, Alicia yeah. Fox, Asuka. By the way, you're having an entire women's pay per view, and Asuka is in a battle royal. Yeah, I, yeah. that's what. That's when that pissed me off when I saw that too. Yep. Billy Kay, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon. There's another one. You're doing an entire women's pay per view. Ember Moon is in a battle royal. Lana, Mandy Rose, Naomi, Nia Jax, like Peyton Royce, Sonya Deville. Okay, Nina. don't 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 try to try Peyton Royce with subtleties there. Okay, I'm not saying I, no offense to Peyton no, Royce. No, it's just you emphasized all the ones you think are badass, and then you got the Peyton I'm, Royce. You're I'm like, more oh, emphasizing. Royce. I'm emphasizing the ones whose careers would dictate that at the first ever women's pay per view they deserve to have a legitimate big time match, and to take nothing away from Peyton Royce, who I love, her accomplishments so far are not at the level of. Nia Jax, Asuka, Ember Moon. Sure. Fair. So those are the three that I would point out and say, and maybe Ember Moon's the least of the three, but you're still talking about, you know, a pretty fucking important performance. A former NXT Women's Champion. Correct. Um, now, I guess what I'll point out is, as of right now, Sasha and Bailey do not have a match, and the Riot Squad does not okay. have a oh, match. That's, that's obvious. That's a, that, I, I saw that on Raw this week. It's going to be... A, a three-on-three match with Natalia joining them. That, again, why is that better? Because Natalia is going to join the Riot Squad. Don't hate that. Yeah, I mean, that's not... The, the Riot Squad's really come into their own lately. No, yeah. I actually It's amazing, like, what we were talking about then in the beginning of the year to what's happened now. But why couldn't you do, like, Natalia versus Ruby Riot and then have a women's tag title match otherwise? Because yeah. I just they mm. don't want to pay for the belts. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's really driving me nuts. Like as of right now, but yeah, I mean, where where I heard that the belts cost around forty nine to fifty million dollars once they well, there you go. That's a good. Point. Where are they going to get that? You I have, have no idea. You have two singles matches that are storylines built from the main roster. That's what you've got for yeah. your first. Ever women's pay per view, and it's not. Well, that, it's the. It's. I think it's like that because it's the first ever. 
and they because they because they get Lita in, they're getting Trish in. I, ultimately, what I tell you is, I think they're making a mistake. They having put the NXT Women's Title and the NXT UK Women's Title. I think they made a mistake. I think that this pay per view should have been about featuring all of the goddamn performers. No, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree with that because by doing that, you open the window to have the you open a window to have future women's pay-per-views have matches from those other brands on them because it's already been set. But, okay, but I think you could always do that. I guess what I would argue is at, at NXT did not need another event for their women's title to be defended at, right? Like, they've got an event coming up at Survivor Series. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as if there was a huge hole and there needed to be an NXT Women's Championship match. They have an event coming up and they have plenty of TV tapings. They, it, it wasn't necessarily... I think you can make a greater argument for NXT UK that pers- because it publicizes it. Because right, a lot of people might not even know that there is an NXT UK Women's Champion. Like, legitimately, might not know that at all. But I, I still the, the, the notion that you're doing these things and then throwing Ember Moon, Nia Jax, and Naomi, Naomi <laughs> into a battle royal, that just doesn't seem to jive for me, man. Like, that just doesn't. That doesn't seem like that but, works. But but Naomi is Mrs. Battle Royal. Yeah, there is that. There's something to be said for it. I don't know. I, I did I did see I, I don't know if this was an interview or, or if she tweeted or what. She she said she never received the trophy from that. She still doesn't have it. Well, I mean, because it's not a thing. Like I don't know how to tell anybody. It's not actually a thing. In the same way that the World Cup isn't actually going to determine who's the best in the world and Jesus Christ. I'm not gonna lie. The eight people in there might actually end up determining. Well, they the could have definitely determined who the best in the world <laughs> well, yeah. was ten years ago. There's no doubt about that. They definitely <laughs> could have determined that. Um, and for what it's worth, the hilarious nature by which they continue referencing it, I do love that. I do love that they are going completely over the top, in the absurd Set, all right, way. So, so who do we? We gotta pick a. We're gonna have to do the whole bracket. But assuming we, we see find the bracket, out what yeah. it is. But. Who would you pick right now to be in the final? This is really difficult because I haven't because it means Cena and Orton first time one on one match. <laughs> um, it's it's I oh god, John Cena probably yeah. Um, I don't think it's Kurt Angle because I think Kurt Angle gets screwed over by Baron Corbin. They'll use that to you know yeah. continue that feud. I could see. You could it. say Ray. You could say Ray. You could say Ray. I could also see it being John Cena and The Miz, right? Like, but although I guess you're trying to use The Miz and the so. Cena Rollins. Yeah, I don't hate that. No one's complaining about that. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Actually, I, I could. I, you know what? If I'm them, though, it's, break uh, his nose again. Yeah, I, I probably. If I'm booking it, I have. You know, if you're going to continue that feud, I, I put like Rollins, Dolph in the first round, and I have them fight to a double count out or double DQ or whatever. So yeah, sure that would keep that going. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea because winning winning this is so unhelpful. Whatever, who cares? I, I'd bet on Cena right now, though. Yeah, sure, right, sure. That's that's what they think the people want to see. So I would bet on it as well. Anything else we need to touch on from Raw? Nah, not really. All right, very good. When we come back in, it was a uh, pretty big weekend for uh, pay-per-views in other companies. We'll talk about some of those promotions. But before we do that, we need to chat with MJF. And so we'll do it next. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster, and he's... The Main Event. 
AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Press Box's Project Game Day is back at halftime and post game for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Press Box's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime and he's joined by the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard post game. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Press Box's Project Game Day, Facebook.com slash Sports. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, AJ had to duck out for just a second, but we upgraded as we like to. Um, Aaron, I saw something on our next guest Twitter that made me chuckle because it is the most truthful statement I think anyone has ever made in the Twitter bio in the history of forever. Um, and it's not the part where he said, I'm better than you and you know it, although that probably is true I was going to well. say, that's absolutely true. That's well. also true. But it's the next line where he says, literally everywhere and that part is 100 percent true <laughs> this dude has literally been everywhere you might most know him from mlw or czw but wherever you are currently right now in this moment where you're listening to this show he might actually be right there right then kicking someone's ass because he literally goes everywhere to wrestle, uh, including we're really excited that he is headed out to hang out with our friends and Defy on Saturday, October 27th for Dia de los Muertos. He is the amazing Maxwell Jacob Friedman. MJF now joins us here on Jobbing Out. Dude, it is so good to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time. Since you're everywhere, I guess you need to tell us where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm in one of my luxurious homes, uh, pizza. <laughs> but uh, that's really nobody's business exactly where that location is. Look, I've got to tell you right now, I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Let me tell you exactly how this went. Matt Farmer hits me up, owner of Defy Wrestling, who, by the way, fat piece of crap, hate his gut. He goes, MJF, I am begging you. There is, I have friends. They run this podcast. They're desperate to have you on. I go, listen, Matt. You and I both know I'm going to need a lot of money for you to cough up in order to make this happen. I get the PayPal fee sent, and here I am. And apparently the name of this podcast is Jobbing Out. Do you know what MJF has never done in his entire career? Right. Job out. You know what I feel like I'm doing right now by talking to you, idiot? Jobbing out. And I'm not happy about it. Look, this I'm just going to... Gonna... we're going to do. Yeah. No, 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 oh. Buddy, mm-hmm. buddy, don't mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hear you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Check mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what we're going to do. You're going to ask me a series of questions. If they're good, and they probably won't be, I will answer them to the best of my ability. The best of my ability obviously being better than any other human being on this race, so it should be a good answer. When I am done, when I have had my fill, I am going to leave. I'm going to hang up the phone. I'm going to collect my kasha, and we are never going to talk ever again. Clear. No, 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 that's totally fine. I just wanted to know you to know what an honor it is. Uh, that we were able to get you, it was a great backup plan to the guy that we really wanted, Randy Myers. So I would say that, <laughs> honest, it was a solid silver medal that we were able to get you on the show this week, and I really appreciate that. Buddy, buddy, Randy Myers did not have a career until his name's just a clip out of my mouth literally three seconds ago. Now he's a somebody because I said so, okay? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. My boy Ice Cube once said that. <laughs> oh, man, I love this so much already. 
Um, uh, th- dude, this is look. First of all, you're killing it, and and we don't, you know, you don't need yeah. us to tell you that because you know that that's true. This, I mean, yeah, you just name a top promotion. I've been there, and that's the thing. Like that's what it, it's blowing my mind how someone as young as you, someone who has sort of exploded this way, can you put into words what this year has been like for you? Uh, one word: meteoric. Uh, there has literally never been in the history of professional wrestling, besides one of my close friends, Leo Rush, we talk regularly, who at the tender age of 22 has gone around the world internationally, coast to coast, across the border, across the pond, like MGF has, working for nearly every single top-tier promotion in the world, while also being on television with Major League Wrestling. My schedule is insane, but to be frank, I like it that way. You started two, maybe three years ago, and already you are at this peak. What do you attribute to that? To And did you imagine that it would be this quickly that you got to this point? I mean, I attribute it to two things. Uh, one, it, you have to go to a good school, and the best school you can go to by far is Creative Pro Wrestling. That's run by... Pat Buck and Kurt Hawkins, as seen on TV. (laughs) Um, And then what you need before any of that is God-given talent. And I am fully convinced, and so are legends like Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, I am fully convinced that I was put on this earth to entertain the masses. Not through cinema, not through TV, but through the art form of professional wrestling. And God damn it, if anybody disagrees with that, the second you see me go through that curtain, you're either deaf, dumb, blind, stupid, or poor. You know, <laughs> MJF, a lot of times we'll ask performers, um, you know, how, how much of an honor it is to have an opportunity to go to a, a place as special as Defy, where there's clearly something that's happening um, yeah. that doesn't happen other places. But I think the more appropriate question this time might be, what an honor is it going to be for everyone who comes out the Dia de los Muertos to be able to see MJF in action? So here's what makes me sick about the Defy Faithful, and I'm going to be real frank with you because I'm, I'm an honest guy. Unlike everybody else in this industry, I'm a very honest, humble guy. People say that all the time. They say, MJF, you're the most honest, humble guy in this industry. I go, I know. No doubt. No doubt. And, and, and here's the facts, right? These scumbags think it's okay <laughs> to throw toilet paper at me during my entrance. Do you have any idea how disrespectful that is? I have buried people for less. Do you have any idea how many people I know, how many connections I have? The only reason why every single person in that audience isn't dead right now is because Matt Farmer got on his hands and knees and begged and pleaded for me not to make a phone call. Okay? Now, I'm on Twitter, and I see these little fat disgusting, bridge-laying under trolls. They're typing with their Twitter fingers, and they're saying, <laughs> let's bring toilet paper again. Throw to MJF. No. <laughs> All right? I'm gonna, I'll, let me make something real clear right now. If even one piece, one ply of toilet paper, I don't even care if it's Sharma Ultra Thin, okay? I'm not messing around. I'm not messing around. If one piece of toilet paper touches me, guess what's going to happen? I am going to slap a lawsuit on you so fast (laughs) that your ancestors are going to have to pay it off, okay? (laughs) Do not throw toilet paper at me when I come to Defy. For anyone who's listening, 
don't do it. Okay. And I'm being <laughs> now, nice. Look, I am being nice by putting out this warning. Am I not? Oh, no, I think I, this is ultimately kind. It, yeah, absolutely. absolutely true. And I, I'm glad you're giving a heads up. You're letting them know exactly what's going to happen. Look, it, it, look this is how life works, all right? Uh, there's, there's, if you do A, then B happens. For example, if you eat Chinese food, you're going to get diarrhea. If you throw toilet paper at MJF, you're going to get thrown in jail. It's if also possible you could get diarrhea, too. I mean, it's it's... It's not a proven fact that you won't also get diarrhea in that situation. Look, look, all I'm going to say is this. I know I get sick whenever I disrespect legends. And I can only imagine people would be vomiting and uh, pretty much having uh, decrement coming out of both sides of their orifices. Because how, how dare you not get disgusted by your own actions when you're messing with somebody who is quite honestly the youngest and fastest rising star in this business. It's disgusting. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way, right? If I dug up Babe Ruth out of his gravesite <laughs> and pissed on him, and pissed on him, right? Wouldn't people be in an uproar about that? Probably. What, what is it? Okay, exactly. So explain to me how... Throwing toilet paper at MJF, which in my opinion is is a way worse offense than digging up Babe Ruth and pissing on him. I agree, yeah. I, I, explain that to me. You can't. There is no explanation. That's a great point. It's disgusting. No, it's, it's a great point. Now, have you ever considered the possibility that they were worried that you might have had Chinese food earlier and they were just trying to provide you with toilet paper in case you got diarrhea? Okay, fair point. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> Do I look or sound like a guy who would eat anything less than a 12-ounce porterhouse steak <laughs> with a red glass of Beyonce? Do you think, do you think I'm driving up to uh, Moe's Noodle Town and <laughs> grabbing uh, chicken and broccoli? No. No, you're no, right. No, I am not. No, that's not something MJF would do. You're right about that. Matt, you're right. So we we got to ask about the match. Like Randy Myers is not a guy who seems like he should be in a ring with someone like you. Could not be more he's polar not a guy opposite. at all. He's an animal. He's an it, absolute animal. So here's the difference between me and Randy. Okay, I am very comfortable with who I am. I think Randy has so many voices in his head. He doesn't know who he's supposed to be. All right. I can't handle the fact that they allow this guy in a ring. It's disgusting. And, and he's so androgynous, and he's constantly trying to kiss his opponent. First of all, allow me to clarify something. There is such thing as assault. Are you guys aware of what the word assault means? Yes, very, yes. very rare. Okay. Yeah. Now, if this, if this guy, if he puts his hands on me in a sexual manner, give me a reason why he should be allowed to wrestle after That's a fair point. It's a fair point. It's 2018. Yeah, I know it's a fair point. No, no, no. But you understand. I think there's a lot of dumb people that are listening that don't understand. I'm just, I'm just trying to interlope for them. Okay. Yeah. He is a predator. He is disgusting. Okay. Did you guys ever watch that show where uh, a, a person would walk into a room and then they would be told to sit somewhere and then the guy would talk to them and then they'd get thrown in jail? Right. They would bring all that Mike's Hard Lemonade with them in a rope for some reason. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm familiar. There's that, and then if we want to get, like, 12 steps even worse, hi, Randy Myers. Wow. Ty is disgusting. Wow. Disgusting. And I, honestly, honestly, what makes me even more angry is the fact that when I enter this place, the people are going to boo me. 
when this is a this is clearly a guy who doesn't care about anybody's personal bubble. All right, all he cares about is his agenda. He's disgusting. All right, and at the end of the night, when I am done beating him down like a disgusting dog he is, I am going to file a class A lawsuit of assault. Okay. <laughs> Quite frankly, quite frankly, I'm going to make sure Defy never runs ever again. That is my game plan. I, I am going to come here. I am going to win in Seattle. I am going to sue, like, pretty much the state of Seattle, and then I am going to leave with ten times more money than Chubby Checker's Matt Farmer could have ever given me in the first place. <laughs> oh my god yeah no i i agree do you, do you want us to alert chris hansen ahead of time um about what's what's coming i we could google it if chris hansen lives in seattle i'd love him to attend the event and who knows maybe he does and what honestly if we could have one special guest referee my pick would be chris hansen yeah i think that's uh, smart but, i think that's smart but i don't know if matt farmer can afford that uh, Lord knows he could barely afford my fee, so right. It, it really depends. And you can tell he can't afford to, to buy actual decent clothes to wear anywhere either. So it's a, I, I don't even know if he can afford a house. Yeah, that's uh, a great point. You know, rumors are he lives in a, in a in a box with a cat. <laughs> hey, um, why? <laughs> I mean, I get I guess when someone wants to kiss your ass for an hour, you know, like you. You're willing to listen, but why would you? Why would you slum it to go hang out with, um, you know, that 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 Texas a hole Steve Austin the way that you did recently and put up with his nonsense? I mean, I know obviously he just needed to tell you how great you were the entire time, but I just feel like that's so far below you, MJF. Look, that old cue ball. You know, let's say, let's say facts. Who has he ever beat? All right. Let, 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 let. All right. Realistically. Here's what I want everybody to do that's listening to this podcast right now. I want you to close your eyes, all right? And I want you to envision a big board, all right? On the left side of the board, there is a photo of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And all his accomplishments are on the left side of the board, right? And it's a long list. Don't get me wrong. It's a very long list. Sure. Now, on the right side of the board, there is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And at three years in, his accomplishments almost meet Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if you think for one second by the time I am done in this industry that Stone Cold Steve Austin will be nothing but a blip, nothing but a former memory of professional wrestling fans in comparison to the almighty MJF, then you're insane. And I think deep down, Steve knew that. And that's why he tried to hit me when we had our interest. You know, it's, he's a sad, salty veteran who just clearly can't accept the fact that his wrestling days are over. A stunner will never be hit again, and the only thing that Steve's going to be able to do is watch in the back seat while I succeed and move on to heights of greatness he could have never even imagined of achieving. That Stop. is what I think of the stunning Steve. <laughs> I, I, I find nothing wrong with that. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin never single-handedly sold out the biggest independent show in history. Am I right? I mean, let's face fact here. Why do you think all those people showed up? And you <laughs> could hear it when I came out. Yes, right? it was absolutely. You were the first person out for a reason. I mean, all right. 
let's face facts, right? Here, let me tell you exactly what went down in that all-in locker room. Cody, one of my best friends, he walks up to me. He goes, MJF, let's have a chat. I go, absolutely, Cody. So what's up? He goes, we need to start this show off with a bang. And I stopped him right there. And I said, Cody, let me handle this. And me and Matt Cross proceeded to put on one of the best opening matches in the history of not just professional wrestling, but in the history of any art form slash profession slash sport of all kinds. And no one can dispute this. It's, it's fact. It's scientific fact. It's backed by science. It's it, it, indisputable is the word that does come to mind. Honestly, I was actually a little bit worried that nobody would want to watch the rest of the card afterwards. That that people well, actually. Not, I, I can't even even I have have to say that whole entire card was absolutely insane. Um, and one thing that was very cool to see was the resurgence of the NWA in 2018. I don't yeah. think a lot of people saw it coming. Uh, and to be able to see the sheer reaction. Of, uh, of those two titans colliding for a championship that, let's face it, probably even eight months ago was was not in the position it should have been in our sport. And now it's back in the position it should be. Um, and and it was that was very cool to see. I mean, that whole car, if, again, this is me getting very serious with you, which uh, disgusts me because I, I hate to get serious, but I'm going to get serious for one second. I don't think you're ever going to see, unless there's an all-in suit, which we have no idea if that's going to go down. But un- un- until there is, or even if there isn't, I don't think we are ever going to see an event that monumental and that historic again in professional wrestling. Because we were able to fill an arena of 11,000-plus people. Vince McMahon's name wasn't involved. Uh, no... WWE stuff was involved. It was just DIY people who have been working, striving, scratching, clawing to make an impact were able to fill out that whole entire arena. And we were able to fill out that arena in, I think it sold out in what, under 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible, right? Like, it was unbelievable what occurred there. But now let's get back to the point. The only reason why it sold out in 30 minutes you, right. is because of you, right? Friedman. But we can't take away from the fact that that whole entire card, top to bottom, was immaculate. Well, and again, in in, in the futile attempt to be serious, I think what's amazing about it, MJF, is that it would have been easy to do the event, sell it out, it happened, you know, it was neat. The fact that it actually lived up to the unthinkable hype that surrounded it, right? Like this unbelievable hype and build, and yet at the end of the night, everyone walked away saying... That was as good, if not better, than I could have even imagined it is a testament to the work that was put in that evening in Chicago. I mean, absolutely. And I think everybody in that locker room understood they were a part of history and a part of a legitimate revolution. Okay, I'm 22 years of age. Hypothetically, let's say World Wrestling Entertainment is very interested in signing I'm not saying they are. This is a hypothetical. They should be. But, buddy, buddy. Yeah. Not saying they are, they might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. This is a hypothetical, all right? Copy? At the tender age of 22, I don't have to rush over there. I don't have to beg and plead for a job 
when that would have been the situation I was in only a short three years ago. Now, right now, at the tender age of 22, I am making a living off of this, and I'm making a good living off of this, and I'm doing it on my terms. That is the revolution that Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks have started. This was not a possibility. Only, even when I started, which was only exactly three years ago, I don't think this was a possibility of being the case. So that's what's amazing about professional wrestling in 2018. And you know what's even more amazing than that? You. Duh, duh. You're, you're to get it. I don't know about your co-host, but you're starting to get it, and I'm really proud of you. So, MJ, okay, um, but so if you, let's just say you don't go to WWE, what is next? Like, once, once you experience something like this, what do you want to do next? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to conquer? What do you want to say, okay, here's what we can go do, you know, wherever it is in the world? I mean, there's only a handful of stuff left for me to do. And what I would like to do is I would, I would like to show things in companies like ROH, Impact, and New Japan. And the only indie company really left that I haven't showed face in is Gorilla, uh, PWG, mm. which um, um, you never know if that's going to happen. You never know when I might show up over there. But granted, you never know when I might show up in any of the companies I just mentioned. So the, the beauty of me sticking around is there's still so much I want to do. Uh, there's still top promotions in Mexico I want to work for. There's still traveling that I have yet to do, um, believe it or not. While it might be a pretty fairly short laundry list, to me, I need to hit everything on this, on this hitman list until I feel satisfied, until I can sit down and go, all right, What's next, right? Because to, to be to be honest with you guys, I had a 2018 gold list. Matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now on my vision board. Everything's checked off. Hmm. I have run out of doing everything there is to do feasibly as an independent contractor. But there's still more to be done. And once that's done, I might come out on a Jobbing Out podcast and we might talk about what's next. I like that. But right now... There's still a little bit more work to be done. Not a lot. Trust me. There's not much left to do, but there's still work to be done. Well, some of that work is taking care of Randy Myers at Defy Dia de los Muertos coming up in just a couple of Saturdays, October 27th, in Seattle at Washington Hall. It's going to be a special night. DefyWrestling.com. Aaron, you know what it's all about. Absolutely. It's great. But I, I do want to bring up, a, I have a little bit of a proposition here for MJF. Uh-oh. And, and something I think he would like. Okay. Because that guy, Matt Farmer, uh, he owes us a bet. He sucks at picking wrestling, so he lost a bet to us. And because of that, he uh, he has to be kicked in the groin area by someone. He hasn't paid off that bet sure. yet. And I was wondering if maybe at the end of October at Defy, if you might like to do that for us and be the one to get to kick him right in the balls. Well, one, I would need money. Uh, of course. <laughs> obviously, that is, that is something that you'll be able to put out on Twitter in the, in the ether sphere, and people will be able to watch and go, holy shit, I need to click on this and retweet it, and then your guys' brand blows up and it's all thanks to me and I do it for free? No, that's not how it works. Of course not. No, 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 of course not. Um, but yes, I will kick your stupid friend in the penis. For a large sum of money. 
<laughs> Our people will be in touch with your people. We will make this happen. MJF, what can we plug for you, dude? Uh, social media, um, website, anything like that? You can follow me at the underscore MJF on Twitter and Instagram. But one more thing I'd like to get across before I leave both of you. Randy Myers, if you are listening to this, I want you to listen very carefully. Turn this son of a bitch up. I'm not just going to beat you. I'm going to end you. Because I'm better than you. And you know it. All right, boys, I am out of here. There are three girls waiting in my bedroom, and I am sick of making them wait. Oh, my God, that was great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's unbelievable. Um... I, we were warned before we did that that uh, MJF was going to stay in character the entire time. And if you heard him on with Austin, you know, he was basically in character for most of that. Um, and I, I did not know how that would go and how it would be. It was perfect. It was yeah. perfect. Um, excellent work. And, uh, and go check him out again. That's next Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday at Washington Hall for Dia de los Muertos, which is loaded, as always. It's just setting up to be another amazing Defy Wrestling show. It always is in Defy. Defy I, I really hope he does kick Matt Farmer in the dick. That'd be uh, awesome. I really genuinely think he meant that, by the way. I think that part he was being honest, that like if we really <laughs> want him to do it, we'd have to pay him. I do actually think that's true. Uh, DefyWrestling.com, again, to get your tickets. We welcome AJ Francis back in as we wind down for the week. Uh, Aaron, as I mentioned, it was a big week for the other um, American promotions as both Ring of Honor and Impact had pay-per-views. Let me start with Ring of Honor because it was local um, here at UMBC Events Center in Baltimore. Nothing earth-shattering necessarily that occurred. No, nothing earth-shattering. Some more fun stuff. Um, you know, you had Jay Lethal beat Silas Young. You had Cody and the Young Bucks beat uh, SoCal Uncensored, and the, apparently Cody and Frankie Kazarian just cut this big promo just purely advertising their cigar company uh, before the match. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, Bully Ray defeat Jonathan Gresham, and they're, they're continuing the Bully Ray thing there. Um, I guess the big thing storyline-wise, like Helms and Marty Skrull did a double DQ, so I know at the TV tapings later that weekend they had another match uh, between the two, and, you know, villain versus hero, no one can complain about that. Briscoe's retained the title. And um, the kingdom continues to look good. They're about to. I, I think that Matt Taven and the kingdom are about to get a very, very big push. Uh, they should. They're awesome. They're awesome. So that's very good. Do we know about the crowd on Friday night? Do we know uh, the crowd? It wasn't quite as it wasn't quite as good as it was the last time there. But that was, you know, that was the first time they were here in a while. That was a very big pay-per-view. This was simply an eye pay-per-view and honor club thing. From what I understand, I wasn't. It was about uh 2,500 to 3,000 last time, if I remember correctly. Okay, okay. It was, I think it was about half of that. I heard the entire floor was filled and, like, half of the lower bowl. Okay, all right. I mean, that's still probably more than they would have had at Myers Pavilion. Probably. And, Almost certainly. And, Do you think they would have had more at Burns? No. No. <laughs> no. Not a chance. <laughs> All right, um, very good. And then uh, do we want to talk about it? I mean, there was word about a title change at the TV tapings. I mean, I don't know that we're going to bother talking about it any other. There was a, they, they, we can just mention they changed the, the six-man titles change hands. Uh, yeah, the – no, it was <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Uh, mm -hmm. It was the tag titles. That's right. It was oh, the, the tag, tag titles. titles. Okay. It, it was Frankie and Scorpio beat the Young Bucks. Oh wow! For, okay. uh, for the tag titles. All right. All right. Very what's good. the so what's the bit about the 
the t-shirts that the Bullet Club is doing. Yeah, I'm that's just... interesting. I think that they might actually, you know, because they are in New Japan doing a feud. You have, you know, yeah. the, the Cody-led group against the, the OG Bullet Club, Tomatonga and all those guys, the Gorillas mm-hmm. of Destiny. Uh, leading that, I think you might be looking at a split between Bullet Club and the Elite. I think so that's we, where we're so heading. So we got the Bullet Club Wolfpack is coming. Pretty much, yeah. A lot like that. I mean, it, it's actually, already yeah. been there for a while, and they're just finally going to make this official. Right. No, I'm just saying, but it, but when they split officially, then they become the Wolfpack. Exactly. And they get they they get the much cooler theme. <laughs> the much cooler theme, actually. Yes. <laughs> and the point, and by the way, the Wolfpack point, in the house. <laughs> The the point was that this was they said these were their final T shirts, their final Bullet Club inspired T shirts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. And we'll then, and we'll then... see exactly what happens here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. If I had to guess, that's my guess is we're seeing the elite officially become a wrestling stable. All right, let's move forward. Um, we had another uh, hey, event. Could you guys book me? Could you guys book me as the elite? Um, I will do my best. I will do my best. I, I think you have to be on the YouTube show first. So you'll have to find a place and just get in the background. Well, we can, then, we you're book, the then we book them on the YouTube show. That's the way that there it works. Uh, Aaron, you got to start thinking business the way that I think business. Okay. <laughs> You're going to need to get on my level for this one. All right. You want me I'll to kick, a few calls. you want me to kick somebody in the dick. You're going to have to pay me to kick somebody in the dick. <laughs> That's the way it works, all right? And I want my cut if you're paying AJ to kick somebody in the dick. That's the way it goes. You want AJ to chop you at WrestleMania next year? No problem. Charity gets 20 bucks, I get two. That's the way it works. <laughs> Man, that's like Ticketmaster gouging right yeah, there. It really is. It's not bad. All right. Um, 10%'s not a bad booking fee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 10%'s probably about right. Yeah. <laughs> let's tell the truth. 10%'s probably about right. Um, okay, the other event that happened this weekend was Impact. Um, yes. A lot of glory this weekend. So much glory. It was, in fact, I would call it glorious uh, professional re- wrestling over the weekend. Uh, what went down at uh, Bound for Glory? Is that what um, this one was? was that? Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. It, no, wait, it wasn't Bound for Glory. What that is, was the Ring of Honor. Or No, no gl- yeah. that, they were glory by honor or something, right? I'm yeah. telling you, there was too yeah. much glory this weekend. It's hard to keep track. It was like, uh, I think it was called Payback Lash. Yes. Was Bound, the name of the Bound, event. Bound for Glory was Impact. Yeah, there, there pay, was Payback Lash. Yes, Payback pay Lash was the one. Bound for Glory by Honor was what yes. happened this weekend. Exactly. Anyway, the big news coming out of it, there were a lot of cool things. You had Allie do this almost broken universe type thing, and Allie is wonderful, so the segment was pretty, pretty wonderful. But everyone's talking about the ending, and we, we talked about Austin Aries last week and how they were doing kind of this, all right, let's blur the lines, what's the shoot, what's the work, we don't know exactly what's going on here, and they did it again at the end of uh, at the end of Bound for Glory. So John Johnny Impact won the title. Uh, he hits his finisher, he gets the one, two, three, he pops up, Clint grabs the title, immediately Austin Aries jumps up. He's fine. He's walking out. He says something to the crowd. He walks by Don Callis, shoots him the bird, tells him to go F himself, and walks to the back. Right. He wasn't at the taping afterwards, and and they're making it – everyone's saying he's no longer part of the company. By the way, there are – I have doubts. There have been words that he – his contract or whatever agreement he had was legitimately up. Correct. Um – I, I guess my question would be how much of this, and I'm not going to pretend like I watched because Lord knows I did not. Um, h- how much of this 
was broadcast? Like, was was there any indication? No, this was all on. It was it was all in the air. So there was. You they didn't comment on it though. So it was one of those things where you know people would. There are some people who say, okay, this is real because if it wasn't real, they would have said something about it. But no, they just didn't. They none of the announcers, and they didn't really bring it up at the next episode or anything. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about Impact Wrestling because of it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna work under the assumption that it's that it's it's a work. I'll just yeah. work under that assumption until I'm uh, proven otherwise. I mean, if if it is a shoot, then. Quite frankly, Austin Aries shouldn't get very many jobs anymore because you can't trust the guy. Of course. Oh my um, God! If that's so, a I, shoot. I'm just working under the assumption it, it's a you know very blurred line. It might be that you know his they knew his contract was up. They want to resign him, but they want you know to do a. Remember when Brian Pillman legitimately left, uh, got him to sign the contract to let him out of his WCW contract? They thought he was coming back. He ended up going to ECW. Something like that. Only he does end up eventually coming back to TNA. He'll go. He'll be. Austin Aries and Ring of Honor or wherever else he shows up. And then he shows back up in a month or two and all of a sudden, oh, you, you can't trust Austin Aries. We don't know what's real, what's not. Right. That sort of thing. Right. I I think that's probably more likely. I, I assume everything's a work until I find out it's not. That's just sort of the way that it works for me as a professional wrestling fan. Um, if it's if it's not, you're absolutely right, by the way. Like, Austin Aries couldn't work anywhere. Like, anywhere doing anything. That is bogus bullshit type of stuff. So if, you know, if Austin Aries shows up at Ring of Honor in a couple of weeks, I think you'll have your answer. Um, If it is a if it's a work, it's it's clever. I I think it is clever. And I I, for a company that desperately think it's a work because I don't think the promo the week before was a work. Or not the promo, mm. the, uh, the, the the tweet, interview. Twitter thing. No, right. the interview the day before. Sorry. Uh, the interview the day the, the, before the press conference. They the they had like conference. a press conference thing where he he apologized and then they got they into got it. it. No, they it was more than they got into it though. It was well, like, no, I know, I know that, but I was I was being brief. <laughs> yeah, there was like a real problems. Like it was like real wreck. It was real smoke being offered from from Johnny Nitro, John Morrison. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I just again, I'm I'm with Glenn. I bruh, it was everything. no, bro, no, bro. I don't. You can fake a wrestling fight, bro. It was really about to wreck, bro. Like it was real wreck being offered. Like John Morrison really wanted to fade the shit out of him at that moment. His girl was crying. Like it was a whole thing. I don't know. Did I, you see it? I did see it. I did see it, and it was great. I think I just, did. You really watch good the acting. whole thing. I watched. I, I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing. I, I I can't tell you. You know, I saw one of the videos. I didn't sit there and watch it live. I don't know exactly, but yes. I mean, it it was. I I thought it was just very good acting. Personally, I don't think that them. I, I've seen all three of them act before. I don't think none of them could act like that. <laughs> that might be true, <laughs> but uh, you know, again, just it's one of those things that if if this is a work or if this is a shoot, like Austin Aries is a dick and shouldn't get any more jobs. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get some jobs because he's on scenarios and random indies. Yeah, well, right. And, sure, and, random and, ones, but, and, like, anyone of repute. Right, Craig, that's what I just him. said about Ring of Honor. If Ring of Honor has Austin Aries working, 
they have to know it's because this was a work. There's no way that you yeah. as a, a company I mean, like that. For, forget Ring of Honor. I don't think Defy, like anyone who has a decent reputation, should be hiring him. I don't necessarily disagree with that, right? Like, you've got to be confident that someone's coming in and doing what it is that, that you're, you know, you're paying them to do. Um, and, and that's, I don't know. I, again, the fact that we're talking about it this much says to me they're all sort of smiling. I, I just, I, this is professional wrestling, man. I just have to assume everything's a work until I find that it isn't. That's the way that it goes. I have witnessed, by the way, a, a press conference setting for what it's worth. Do you know why WWE got rid of the press conference they used to do before pay-per-views? Um, I've heard this story in the past, they, but I don't remember. I, right I now. was there, and it was they were they were absolutely like man. I don't. This would be something that if it happened today, it'd be a really big deal. So whatever the pay per view was in Baltimore in 2006, I couldn't tell you what it was. No way out, something like that. It was early mm-hmm. in 2006. They did. I want to say the week before or two weeks before. Um, they did them every month, and they would they would stream them live on WWE.com, these pay-per-views, or these press conferences. And the concept was that they were open to the public, but they would ask actual media people to come out as well. And so there was a very fine line between who was just a fan and who was a legitimate member of the media because everybody was sort of stuffed into the same area. So we're at the Baltimore Arena, and uh, I was working for WHFS at the time, and... I, there, there was a match coming up between Kurt Angle and Randy Orton, and Randy Orton was getting over on Kurt Angle in this press conference. He was doing a much better job, and you could tell that Kurt Angle was clearly flustered and not handling himself well, and he ended up spouting back, Randy Orton is a homosexual. <laughs> Which isn't funny. Oh, boy. It's not a clever line. It's not. It's just... In those situations, what somebody would do when they realized they had nothing. And again, this is 2006. While he should have known better, um, let's not try to compare it to 2016 where you damn well know better. Right. But there even was, then, it was no, there you was make still, an innuendo about it. Correct. You don't say it like that. Right. Um, m- yeah, it's not even a cool way to call somebody gay. Exactly. Right. It's not funny. It's not. It's, it's just, I've got nothing like, left. Like, if you're going to, like, the thing is, like, I think it's shitty to do in general, just be like, oh, you're gay. Right. But, like, to be, like, to say, oh, you're a homosexual, that, like, is just a worse way to, like, say that. Like, right. You don't even get the same, like, um from the idiots in the room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Correct. There's nothing, like, gay jokes aren't appropriate, but they're jokes. This right. isn't even a joke. There, like, there's no punchline there. there it's, yeah, it's just bad. Just, it's just bad showmanship. Right. Like th- it. It was just like and immediately, um, the people that I was with, you could just see there was an oh my god moment that occurred, and they said we should have never been doing this where we allowed these things to continue for so long, so unscripted. You know, WWE's uncomfortable with interviews. We all know that. Like they're all they're very uncomfortable with interviews. They. They have a certain group of people that they are friendly with that they are willing to give interviews to. And under certain circumstances, right? Like, Aaron, I know you did something with Becky Lynch for The Sun. That's not live, yes. right? Like, No, it's, it's and there's, there is someone on the line with you. Correct. It's a little bit different. They are very unlikely. We always talk about the fact that, like, we have friends that are in the WWE that can't come on with us. 
because the WWE is very, very worried. And it dates. Yeah, if I get, that's another thing. If I get signed by WWE, is that the end of Jobby Uh Probably. Probably, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't. You know, At least the end of you being on dropping out. Well, what the fuck? You and I are... No way. No way. No way. Um, I, would, I would have to let, make them let me do my podcast. Well, I mean, you could maybe you could work something out for, like, you could do a hit every week or something like that. Yeah. Like they yeah. would, they would That's let, what I'm saying. Right. They would let you come on and, and talk to us. You, you, you certainly couldn't talk openly about what you think about the storylines. Right. Right. Something like that. There might be, like, by rules by which that you would have to play in order to be able to do it. Um, I'll probably still do the best match of the week for sure. Um, they might not be okay with that. I don't know, dude. I, like, you work for WWE, they are really tight, man. Like, you know, you're, dude, one of your best friends can't come on this show. Like, yeah, true. You know, that's just the reality of who WWE is. And that's, no, he can't come on the show because he doesn't really want to. To be honest, um, if he really, if he really went up to fucking the head uh, PR guy and was like, "Yo, can I do this thing?" Blah blah blah. Right. Mojo just. He's just an asshole, and <laughs> that's he. J- he just does the laziest thing possible. No, okay, time. I would tell you it's a little bit of both, right? Like, I think I think that you are right in some extent that that's true. Like, he's not, he's sure as shit not pushing. Right. Like, he's not forcing his way. Like, dude, I have but, I mean, to do this. Let but me like, do we it. we had several competitors of the May Young Classic lined up, and WWE told them absolutely not. You can't do that it, because we didn't approve it. Um, you know? hey, guess what? It's now that time to say, I think I got Tori Wilson lined up for the week of evolution. Hey, that would be a big deal. That so next week? Big... Yep. Is next Wait. week? Is next week already I'm still, evolution? Yeah, and I'm there's still one show. Try, that's... Still trying to nail down Noel Foley as well. Uh, to be a guest picker. Right, exactly right. Look at that. Look at that. Look at AJ coming through. Mr. Booker, man. I like this. With one thing he's he's going to leave us in two months, so he's... Yeah, right. Yeah, before... get one now. thing I'm good at is women. Right, right. <laughs> uh, there is uh, another female that I want to get on this program immediately, by the way. I told Aaron about it a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, uh, AJ, there is a young lady from Baltimore, actually, who is the ring announcer for Major League Wrestling, MLW. Uh, okay. Her name is Casey Lennox. Okay. I would encourage you to visit, uh, to, to do something to find out about Casey Lennox, K A C I. Lennox, L-E-N-N-O-X. How this young lady is possibly from Baltimore, and I don't know about her, I have no idea, because I am going... Just follow her on the ground. (laughs) I am going to end up having a wet dream related to this young lady at some point. Oh, you went there. You pushed it. I'm 35. You pushed it a little far. I mean, I respect your enthusiasm. Uh, All right, all right. I wouldn't actually do that. Definitely not. You don't have control over wet dreams. Everybody knows that. Uh, all right. Uh, the one more thought. Our buddy James Ellsworth uh, made a couple of appearances this weekend. Okay, yes, I'll talk did. about it. Uh, <laughs> we saw. I thought I was setting you up. Uh, I thought you were just setting the whole stage. No, I thought I was setting you up. So uh, James Ellsworth appears at Bound for Glory on Sunday. Uh, it does not go well for him. And then two nights later... He ends up appearing at SmackDown 1000. Now, he did not show up during the show, but WWE did a backstage video with James Ellsworth that ended up on WWE.com. Um, that seems sort of odd to me, right? Like, that even the idea of somebody appearing as a legend, and, you know, use that very loosely when we're talking about James Ellsworth. How dare you? Right. Um, not typically somebody that was just on impact 
two nights before that, right? Like that. I know we're in this weird era where nobody really works for anybody outside of WWE, but I still feel like we haven't really seen that bridge be crossed. Um, I mean, look, I, I, he hasn't signed an impact contract to my knowledge. I don't think he's showing up again uh, on impact. Oh, you think this is just a one-time appearance only? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the way they used him on impact was Eli Drake was calling people out. He wanted to call out a legend. James Ellsworth showed up and he got his ass kicked. That's what it was. Okay. Then I could see that being a, a one time. I, I feel my, my thought was that he was going to have sort of a deal with impact similar to what his deal is with WWE, which is. Okay, call me when you need me. Um, I mean, and they, and they might call, you know, I'm sure he's not closing any doors, but right. by no means do I think they have a plan on using him in any sort I of just, I just still feel like you'd have to point to me an example where we've seen someone appear on Impact and then make a WWE appearance within two days of each other. Yeah, I'd have to think about that one. I don't, it's certainly rare. I don't, it's certainly rare. I don't think that's something that we've seen. Like, is it impossible that Chris Jericho did something... You know, again, not wrestling for either one, just sort of making, you know, maybe doing something with Fozzie on Impact and then showing up on WWE. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, like, now, there, there's been the, you know, James Storm showed up on NXT and Impact on the same night, but, but that was taped well in advance. Right. And yeah. and and was he even on the NXT TV or was he just at the No, I, I'm pretty sure it was like they aired together. It was like a Rick Rude right, thing. Right. I don't know. All right. Well, there you go. Let's get the plugs in. Uh, AJ, run through it all. So you can follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410. Um, that's Twitter and Instagram. I'm always doing my music thing, um, you know, getting ready, just enjoying this little time off before I start this grind in November. Um, yeah, I'm just really just going to be back home in Maryland this weekend, seeing my family. I'll be back um, on the, the weekend of November 3rd for the my 10-year high school reunion. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so that'll be dope. And um I'll be coming back to uh, Florida after that, getting ready to train, getting ready to go, and, you know, main event WrestleMania one day. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, and I'll start working on I'll start making some calls. I'll start making uh, we some just, calls. When, when you get to Mania, we need the tickets. That's all. Uh, uh, real for quick, sure. uh, what, what color M&Ms do you demand in your rider for backstage? Um, I don't want brown M&Ms. Okay. Very, I just want to make sure I had the that. Classic, the very classic. The classic. Very good. All right, um, and you know, you ever hear, you ever read, you ever hear the story why they did that? No. Yeah, because they had so many specifications, they wanted to make sure they read the writer. Yeah, yeah. They're sick. Well, the the specifications were like important. It was like right. You can't you can't fit our lights in your show into your your backstage area because they're biggest shit. You, I know you didn't read that because you don't care about me. Right. I mean, dude, I hear you. Right. You better make sure you read this shit so you see all the goofy things that. And by all the way, by the way. Never go, never go plain M and M's. All right. Peanut oh my god! M&M. Oh, why would anyone ever consume a plain M and M? See, I'm, I'm a crunchy M and M guy. Oh my god! No. You're just trying to be different, I, dude. The crunchy M and M's are no awesome. way on earth. They're definitely not better than peanut M and M's. Tastes better than yeah. They're definitely not better than peanut M and M's. There's no question about that. Peanut M and M's are perfect. They're perfect. There uh, is a dark horse contender though. Uh, I do tell you what, the peanut butter M and M's are just. But amazing. they're just Reese's pieces, like. But better. I actually. Oh, I don't know. Better. I don't know about that. Hey, I, like, you, I like. No, I, I think they're inferior. The peanut butter's creamier. Hey, have you tried the uh, spicy Snickers? I have not. It's what? Like, it's like a jalapeno Snickers or something. That's like a that. thing. It's something like that. I gotta find out. I saw it. 
Oh my god. I, I mean I'll try it, but they they had three new flavors of Snickers. They had the salty and sweet. They had okay. the es- I've had that one actually. They had the espresso. I've not had that one, but I've seen it. And they had fiery. With, nope. With a jalapeno that, on it. And I that's gonna be a no for me, though. Yeah. Uh, you you stick it in my hand, I'll I'll eat it. The fiery bar has a hot pepper nougat. Though some Mm. editors thought it had more of a chili flavor than pepper. Mm. I uh, I have not tried any of them, to be honest with you. Uh, Part of the problem is once I the salt the the what is it salty sweet? Yeah, it's salty and sweet. Yes. Yeah, that one's good. I've had that one. Okay. In fairness, look. I part of the problem is I'm not eating like anything that's fun anymore in my life. So that's part of the issue. What are you gonna do on Halloween? Um. Kill himself? Yeah, probably. I, I, mean, I was like, going to say, you have kids. This yeah, is like your time. You get to take all their candy. But my wife will do that, and I'll be all right. If they were giving out... Now, here's the problem. If people were giving out cheese and pickles on Halloween, <laughs> then I'd be in trouble. I'd be in a lot of trouble then. Um, I do want to try the fiery uh, Snickers, though. The problem for me is like once they came out with the peanut butter Snickers, I was like, well, fuck everything. This is perfection. I don't know that I can ever even go back to normal Snickers because peanut butter Snickers are that good. Um, Aaron, you want to go ahead and get your uh, plugs in? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. You can follow the show on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail dot com. Uh, if you missed it, I did get to talk to Becky Lynch. She was kind of in and out of character, but still a very fun interview. Go out, check that out at baltimoresun.com. Very good. Uh, follow me at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website. Thanks again to MJF for joining us. Evolution preview next week for Aaron Oster and for. Hello? Uh, hello? What What the hell? Is happened? this a bit? Did we lose you? Bit. Oh, god damn it. Motherfucker. AJ Francis. Glenn Clark. This has been jobbing out. Jobbing out.